0: Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on
1: 98.7 ESPN.
2: The weather sucks, but it's better than it's being freezing, Bar Scout, right? Yo, the weather sucks. I'll take this every day of the yep. weekend, twice on Sunday. Listen, no I'll take a little mist. It's like the little misters that when you were on the sideline, like in Miami or Tampa Bay, <laughs> like the first game of the season, you're over there, like, oh my god, I can't breathe. I <laughs> got the little mister. You you dream for this mist. I will take this mist and fifty yeah. degrees. It is a blessing in January. We all know that around here in East Streets, and it's weird, right? Because I hear that I hear, and I love that your original call is back, back to the greatest city of the world. Because yeah. when we're national, you couldn't I really say that. So now nope. we're speaking directly to an audience of one. Well, maybe too, because I feel like Jersey feels like you slide them a little bit because Connecticut.
0: What? Well, no, 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 no. This is okay. tri-state we're talking about. Oh, okay, got you, like, got you, we, got you. We reach far, like I believe, well up into like lower Montreal? New York. I think you know you can get us pretty. I think pretty far. Up. We call it upstate New York, but it's like into Westchester and beyond. Like Connecticut for sure, out on the island. Absolutely out, so. The Five Boroughs, Jersey. And then everybody's getting us on the app. Yeah, yeah. They're I'm, streaming. I'm, I put the link, by the way, on Twitter, at Alan Hunt. And you can stream if you're outside. Because everybody, like, like you know, all around the country, the people that were listening to us, yeah, they got to get, get us. This is how they're getting us. So that's what well, we like. But, well, yeah, what, we are be, in the yeah. greatest city in the world. And that's where we're, uh, we're broadcasting from. And, and I felt like bringing it back.
2: Yeah, and you said, you said something, right? You said something about upstate New York, and you know, finally we have some good news that maybe you want to tell all the peoples that's listening so about.
0: That is, I'm so proud of you. Yes, upstate, meaning Buffalo, western New York. Good news from there because the Bills put out a statement just uh, a little while ago uh, that said that DeMar Hamlin, of course the safety that, that suffered the cardiac arrest on the field of Monday Night Football, they said that he has shown remarkable improvement over the past 24 hours. Uh, He appears to be neurologically intact. And that's according to the doctors where he is staying right now at the university of Cincinnati medical center. And the team statement said, while still critically ill, he has demonstrated again, like I mentioned that he appears to be neurologically intact. His lungs continue to heal and he's making steady progress. And of course, you know, grateful for the love and support we have uh, received. So that, that, that part is good. Now, even more, uh, comes from Coley Harvey. And, of course, I just had it, and I've got to find it now. Yes, he said – now, of course, he's been covering this for ESPN um, b- pretty much at the hospital all this time, doing a lot of stand-ups for Sports Center, giving updates when he can around the clock and contacting people close to the family. And he was able to confirm that Hamlin actually has been gripping the hands of his family members. And that's you know also really good news there. Adam Schefter this morning also letting us know that – Um, Hamlin's father uh, had a Zoom conference call with the Buffalo Bills and a lot of their players also, uh, which was a very encouraging conversation. And the players, as Shefty said, a source told me that the players really needed that. And so, you know, as we continue to focus on his recovery and the good news there, attention starts to shift and maybe the Bills players can start to shift towards, okay, we got a game to play.
2: And, and, and that's really what everybody was waiting for on Monday. Just the thumbs up, yep. the I'm okay, so you can exhale, right? Yes. So you know that the worst-case scenario is out of the question, right? Because that's why it was so different to us. We've never seen a matter of life and death on the field. We've seen paral- paralyzation, immobilization, concussions, um, incapacity, um, I mean, unconsciousness. And now it's like, it's like one of those things where he's opening his eyes, he's gripping hands. Mm-hmm. Come here. That's what want you to do one thing for me. What? Wind. Mean, I mean, that is a powerful thing, man, because also not only does that let a team know that, hey, our, our brother's going to be okay, but, man, it puts things in perspective. Yep. Oh, it puts things in perspective for you as an athlete. Like, like At any time that I step on this field, it is a blessing that I walk off. And I'm going to play like there's no tomorrow because sometimes it is no tomorrow. And, you know, before that, every athlete has always known that you don't leave the field the same. Every game takes a piece of you and you leave a little bit of of that of yourself on the field. And at some point, every athlete has to figure out how much is enough. Right. You know, think about athletes, you know, Whitworth, right. Could have still played. Mm -hmm. Teams want him to play. Gronk. Right, still yep. could play. Mm-hmm. Walked away, and he said, "No, I'm not willing to mortgage that much of my future mm-hmm. for my present." I mean, and you know, Calvin
0: Calvin Johnson. I mean, you talking about you know Megatron. I mean, yeah. there's been players. I mean, Barry Sanders. Yeah. There's been players who still had something left to give, a lot and, to give. And, and you could see, and you know, and said, "Nope, that's enough." You know, I've yep. done it enough. I mean, it's why Aaron Donald, you know, flirts with the idea of walking away. How many times he's done that's, that? That's
2: something to watch too, man.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And you know what else something to watch you brought up you brought this up a couple of weeks ago and the Matthew Stafford, you said that, you know, he got his ring, he's put in a lot of time, he's had some hits and injuries and his, you wife, thought, had,
2: his wife had cancer, that was a, a tremendous right?
0: battle. And you thought, you know what, I could see him walking away. And his wife went to Instagram yesterday yeah. and, and did a very heartfelt post about what it's like to you know, again, this is, you know, from, from the wife perspective, from the yeah. family perspective and saying you see something like that. And it, it, it brings a lot of reality, you know, to what these guys put in and, and what you as a family always see, deal yeah. with. And, and so that, th- those messages also make it's, you wonder, like, what, how many players see this and might, you know, think yeah. about – The long leaving, term. Yeah, like, like under my own terms, you know, yeah. that, that kind of thing.
2: And, and, and this is what fans don't always understand. They see us on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Man, they have no idea what we look like on Monday and Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday where you can't even roll out. Literally, I used to have to roll and fall on the floor out of the bed sometimes to, 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 and use, like, the bed to get up, to stand on my feet. And it would take a while for my body to warm up so I can actually start walking normal. Right, imagine, imagine the worst day of physical activity you've ever had. Like the first day you went back and you're like, man, it's January 1st. I'm going to Planet Fitness and I'm going to eat a bagel and I'm going to work my ass off, right? Mm-hmm. And the next day you're sore as hell and you feel like, oh, man, I can't move. Imagine that's what it is. It's like getting beat up by a bag of nickels and trying to get up. And, you know, you know, laying in the bed and you're, you're, you wake up and, like, your arm is stuck to the bed because you got a turf burn or a cut and it's stuck to the bed because oh. you were laying there all day and then you got to try and rip it off. Oh, yeah. And you talk about the pain pills that you're on, and the pain pills wear off because you don't want to be addicted. So you want to know how hurt you really are, so you allow it to wear off because they give it to you after the game on the flight back. You know, you got your leg in a boot, all that type of stuff. That's what they don't see. And although the player signed up for it, a lot of times our family members didn't sign up for it. They just accept it Mm -hmm. because they know we're doing what we love to do. And, you know, it's probably some real conversations being had around the National Football League because this isn't basketball. You don't play football. You know, football is a violent act that requires all-in mental capacity because when you start thinking about getting hurt on the football field, you're probably going to get hurt.
0: Mm, Yeah, and and again, it makes you also wonder when you think about retirement, you know, and then you say, no, I'm going to come back. You tend to see it takes a while to really turn it back on. Maybe Tom Brady was going through a little bit of that this season. Um, certainly as well. All right, again, 800-919-3776 for your calls. We'll get that conversation rolling with you. And also with that in mind, you know, it it is, you know, we're Thursday. I mean, there's no game, obviously, but we got games Saturday and Sunday, and there's a lot of scenarios. I mean, this is a a big week. It's chaotic, man. The last week of the season, at least as far as we know, um, because we still have the hovering about, is still that that Cincinnati-Buffalo game that may or may not play and there's been some, some scenarios suggested about that game that would change what we see happen this weekend, that all of a sudden it changes a lot of what your team could possibly do. Now, locally we know the Jets, done. Yeah. But
2: they could play a spoiler. So you're if saying they, a 0% chance?
0: I'm going to go with negative.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, but, but they could still play a bit of a spoiler. And then there's the Giants who could also play a spoiler, but they're locked in. They're in the playoffs. But they're locked in. They're, it's, it really is who are they going to play. And I think the first question I'd love to ask Giants fans, because, you know, you're feeling good about your team, and you should, is with the – there's a I think there's, a, what is it, three or four possibilities of opponents for them, right? Isn't that still – it's still at least – it could be – could it be Philly? It could be Dallas. It could be uh, San it's Francisco. Yes,
2: yeah, the third seat
0: Or Minnesota. I believe it's four. Right? Isn't it four different possibilities? I'm almost positive it's four. And if, and if that's the case, which – of those, if you could pick.
2: Yeah. Who you calling out, Giants right. fans? Who you calling that. out? I want to know. Like,
0: what, all right, Bart, we're going to do a, a role play. Ready to role play? Yeah, all let's right, do it. I'm a reporter. You're a player. Well, Bart, you know, there's four teams that you could face. Is, is there one team you'd rather see in the playoffs?
2: Uh, it depends, sir reporter. What times the game being played? I don't know. Is it playing at the 1 o'clock? I'll take the battery operated, solar powered Kurt Cousins. I right,
0: see so you're not playing the game right. Because okay, because the okay. response from the athlete is always the same one.
2: But they're lying. But they it lying. It they're lying. They're lying. They
0: are lying. Whoever's in front of us, we're gonna have to. They play. They're all, all good held teams. All. We respect everybody. You know, whatever, whoever it is, we just got to be ready for them. News We're just flash fortunate Allen. to be in the postseason.
2: Newsflash, Allen. They lie. I know they lie. They That's lying.
0: looking a BS looking translator. At the, they... <laughs> so while the players will never say to us publicly, like you guys in the locker yeah. room definitely have your conversations. Thank you. I mean, when, when, when you are talking to us, you're going to give us that line. Yes. You know, oh, it doesn't matter to us. It's whoever's, you know, we got to face you. It doesn't matter. You know, you're going to get that. But so I want fans – to tell me, all right, the players aren't going to admit but what about you? Mm. You're looking at this and you're going, man, if we get
2: who, – who, like, who do you want to smoke Kirk with? Cousins. I want Kirk
0: Cousins. I want Kirk Cousins. I want the Vikings. They're a paper champion. Like, who is it that you're looking at and you're like, man, we could beat them. I know we could beat that team. Which is that team? Again, 800 3776 We'll go over some of the scenarios. The NFC is a lot easier to explain. But when we get to the AFC and a potential of what they might do – uh, as far as how do they figure out that, that Bills-Bengals game that has not been played, there are scenarios there that can get confusing, but you need to hear about them. So we'll get to all that momentarily, of course, with your calls as well. But you know what? If you want to relive some of the Michael K. show 20th anniversary, you can catch the Unplugged segments on the ESPN New York app. You just download the free ESPN New York app, scrolling down to the Unplugged tile, and enjoy Episodes 1 and 2 that are up and live now. It's brought to you by Jackpot, Jack Pocket. Or Jackpot. The official state lottery games like Powerball, Mega Millions on your phone. Download the Jackpot app and get your first Mega Million or Powerball ticket mm. free. Using like the code ESPN. It's, it's like 950. It uh, must be 18 or older to play. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. All right, it's Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. We got your calls racked and stacked, ready to go. But let's get to some scenarios here, Bart.
2: That's messed up, though.
0: What's messed up?
2: The messed up that you're not going to ask the Jet fans anything because you're going to ask the Jet fans, do they want to win or do they yeah, the want to lose? This is what I'll say. I'm a, the Jets.
0: Thank you. The Jets <laughs> need to – Jets fans right now just stand down. We'll but get do you to want, you. But
2: do you want to lose? Do you want to play spoiler or do you want to lose because you want, you want uh, draft capital? Part, we got three
0: hours. Do we want to do all this at once? That like, Are true. you the guy that walks in the room and you ask everybody a question? Yeah. Yeah, but just like, like, can we just walk through the room? Let's, let's like meet people. Hey, they're okay. the Giants fans. Let's go talk to them first. We'll get okay. to the Jets fans okay. in a little while. Okay. Yeah, let's
2: talk to the Giants. All right. Because there's, there's a bigger they're question. More important. They're more important.
0: Bigger question is uh, Mike LaFleur talking today and what he had to say Le about this, about the quarterback and everything else. So, all right. So the NFC scenarios, part are pretty simple to iron out here. The Eagles and the Giants play each other. It's 425. On Sunday, it's a CBS game. Philly, all they got to do is win, and they clinch. Uh, or, or actually, if the Cowboys lose. So the Eagles could lose and still win the division with the Cowboys loss. If they win and the Cowboys and the Niners lose, they've got the number one seed. Right. Uh, San Francisco plays, let's see, the Niners play the, the Cardinals. Yeah. And that's a Sunday game as well. And the NFC number one seed is right there for them if, if the Niners get a win and the, and the Eagles lose. So they have that with a win. So they, they're rooting for the Giants. All Niners fans are rooting for the Giants. Yeah. Now the Cowboys, their scenario is the same thing. They can get the division with a win over the Commanders and an Eagles loss. So Cowboys fans are now Giants fans right now. They can get the number one seed with a win and if the Eagles and the Niners lose, which is extremely unlikely, because they're playing again, the Cardinals. Um, let's see, Seattle. This is now just for the seventh seed. Seattle and the Rams play another Sunday four twenty five game. All, all the Seahawks have to do is win, and then and the Packers lose to the Lions, and then to finish it off, this is the game that really matters the most because it's the Lions and the Packers playing each yeah. other. That's the Sunday night game. So we might already know a scenario going. Actually, we will already know the scenario going into that game. The Detroit Lions, your Detroit Lions could yeah. get into the playoffs with a win over the Packers and if somehow the Rams beat the Seahawks. right? So they'll know. They'll know going into this game. If the, if the Seahawks lose, the Lions are now playing for their playoff lives. Um, the Packers, of course, all they've got to do is win the game.
2: That's all they've got to do. They have, the they, have, they have the most simple scenario. Of course, just Eagles. win and you're in. Just win and you're in. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, what you, that's all you can hope for. right? And you're talking about if I had to say all i got to do is win and, I, and I'm in, Mm-hmm. And I got Aaron Rodgers, and I'm playing a team that's 500. Aaron Rodgers, if he loses this game, this might hurt his legacy. Imagine that. Imagine you're 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 the reigning defending MVP, mm-hmm. and you're facing a team last year that won what three games? Yeah. And you got the best quarterback, the top five quarterback in the league, and you can't beat the Lions. Well, I know Jared Goff is playing 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 his ass off. But whether, whether the Lions got something to play for when that night game come or not, they are going to play hard because that's what they do underneath Dan Campbell, and they're fighting to have their first winning season in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And they can care less about losing it. Like I said, the scenario about the Jets where the Jets are saying, hey, if we lose, then you know, we'll have a better uh, pick. The, the Lions are hoping – listen, they want the Rams to win, but the Rams also, if the Rams win, they got their draft pick, so their draft pick may get worse. But they, but they'll take that to get in the postseason. But you know, it's a win-win for the Lions. If the Rams, if the Rams win, then they have an opportunity to take care of their own business. If the Rams lose, then they're, 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 their 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 uh, their draft pick you, just went up.
0: Oh, you're talking. Oh, I see what you, man. Yeah, because well, they
2: have their draft pick. They have like the fourth pick in the league in the draft right now. Who does the Lions? Oh, because they oh, have the Rams pick for Matthew Stafford. My, my head is spinning with all this stuff already.
0: Right. <laughs> but for Detroit, it's really about watching. You know, they'll know before yeah. kickoff if they're alive. And that really makes that game exciting. Now, Aaron Rodgers said we're not dead yet three weeks ago, four weeks ago. And he was right. Because they're right here. And he's 3-0 and uh, when when it's uh, a cl- playoff-clinching game in the last weekend. He's 3-0. and like, So, he's been here before. He's done that. And this will be a, a fascinating game to see – where things go with him. But as he pointed out, he did say, you know, back of his mind, this could be my last game at Lambeau.
2: Wow. He did see, say that's what, that. See, that's what I hate, man. You're going to say that, and then Jordan Love sitting there, like, man, come on, man. <laughs> like, you know, if I'm Jordan Love, I'm like, man, shut up. Just well, shut I mean, up. We've man. been through this before with Brett You've Paul held ben me Lowe. hostage, man. Mm hmm. Like, well, and if,
0: this you're, is the- if you're a Jets fan, aren't you kind of watching this, like, hmm?
2: But you don't know what the hell Jordan Love is. You just saw him play okay against Philadelphia. You don't know yeah. if he's a good player. So here's the thing though. You you worry about like everybody's you know applauding Aaron Rodgers and, you know, he's done a tremendous job, right? They've right. R- rattled up like what, four in a row? I mean they beat they yeah. beat they yeah. beat yeah. They're Minnesota. Eight and eight. Yes. Yeah, they beat Minnesota, they beat the Dolphins. Those are two real teams, right? Yep. Like b- before we were ignoring ignoring them because they, they beat Chicago no. and they beat the Rams. But they be two playoff caliber teams. Now I know right now the Dolphins are on the outside looking in, and that's why it's, it's really crazy, man. Like you talk about, somebody somebody's going to fan base is going to be extremely upset. And yes. this reminds me of like the BCS,
0: but this is less. That's more in the AFC than the NFC. Yeah, in The, in yeah. the NFC it's straight up. Like there's nothing yeah. affected, and so it's straight up. So that's the scenarios there. Now we mentioned a lot of giant, a lot of Forty Niners fans are probably going to be rooting for the Giants. Mm-hmm. Because if the Giants beat the Eagles and the and the Niners beat Arizona, the 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 Niners suddenly get the top pick in the NFC. But RJ in Hillsboro said that he's not rooting for the Giants. Why not, RJ?
3: No, no, no. I'm rooting for the Giants to win this weekend, but oh, I don't, don't want the Giants to have to play the 49ers in the first round of the playoffs.
0: Oh, you don't want to face them?
3: Oh, why? Why yeah. is that? Yeah. We do not have good history against the Giants in the playoffs. <laughs> I
2: mean, you, remember that Eli game? So it's, yeah. a lot of scar, it's a lot of scar tissue there for you. It's a long time ago, A lot ago, of though, scar man. tissue there. That's a
3: long time ago, but that K1 Williams muff punt is fresh in my memory. Uh-huh. Uh, we had the game locked up. It was in San Fran. I do not want to see the Giants in the playoffs. So who who do you so, want so, to see? Now, like is like that just you, based you on you history? Though, you see. know, as, as a 49er, we, we can beat anybody. I'll, I'll take Dallas uh Minnesota will mm. chew them up. You would uh, rather take them than,
2: than 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 the Giants. Than the Giants. Absolutely. Ah, uh, is wow. is it because of the philosophy they just a tough team that's won some 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 really low-scoring you know, games?
3: You know what? No, there's a couple of things. One, they got great coaching. Uh, Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan is a good coach, but he does have the tendency to get out-coached against a great coach in the playoffs.
2: Ooh. Mm. Uh, RJ, how, how much do you believe in Purdy? Is he Purdy to you? You know
3: what? Purdy's very Purdy to me. Uh, he's got the experience playing four years at a D1 school against pretty much the players he's playing against now. Um, yeah. As long as he's set up for success, he'll be fine. He just has to stay healthy.
2: Uh, RJ, I w- thanks. I, w- I wonder how hard it's going to be for him to swallow when he realizes Excuse they're, they're doing it live.
0: Thank you, RJ. I. I- but you know what? We Sean is in Queens, another 49ers fan, by the way, in this, in this area.
2: Oh, where are these Manchurian candidates and Sean, hiding now?
0: Sean here, wants man. all the smoke, though, Bart. He's not afraid of anybody. Sean.
4: Hey, listen, man. I, 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 matter of fact, how you guys doing? Hey, Bart. What up? I'm like you, brother. I remember in the beginning of the season, you said the NFC East is playing some cream puff schedule, man. Yeah, that's true. And I'm with you, baby. I said, listen, man, the Niners is going to run through that. And whoever is coming out the NFC East in the playoffs, we're going to run through them like paper, baby. But I, this is the team. I don't know what RJ talking about. He must think there's the number 56 and, and number 70 <laughs> over there, the guy going Meadowland or something like that. I don't know who we think is <laughs> over there, the Giants.
2: But <laughs> there uh, ain't Christmas the number past.
4: 56 guy no more. I don't know what he's talking about. Bill Parcells is sitting on the couch watching the game with us, so I don't know what he's talking about. This great coaching. Well, but listen, who the team that I don't want to face, and I'm going to keep it real, baby, that Detroit Lions. Boy, oh, boy, they play so hard. Yeah, and man. I know they coming in there with fire on their cleats if they come down to the Bay Area. Ain't nothing for them to lose, baby. Ain't yeah, nothing true. for them to lose.
2: They' and I, and I
4: like you said you you answered you asked a question what I think about about Purdy, I call him pretty boy Purdy now <laughs> what he is to me in my opinion, he's a garoppolo that can throw the ball a little bit better outside the numbers, but he also can move the pocket with his with his legs so 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 let me so ask you I think,
2: let me ask you this then. Purdy takes you on a magic carpet ride. Is he your starter for the near future, or are you going back to Trey Lance?
4: Uh now we're gonna have to think about that. We're gonna be in a situation where we got we got that we got that red and gold Porsche, you know, number five sitting on the sideline. We got to get him ready. Eventually, that means we moved up the draft to get right to get that to get that guy to, to get uh, to get Trey Lance for what? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, but Purdy's that, a surprise. But, but, but does Purdy it ma- does surprise. it really
2: matter if you win yeah. the championship? It doesn't matter because you also pick Purdy when nobody else picked him. It's, we saw this scenario with, with Kirk Cousins and Robert Griffin III. Like, they picked both of hey, them. Listen, One was a fourth-round draft pick. They didn't care. Like, they got it right. They found and listen, their future quarterback.
4: And listen, Bart, you know you're an NFL player, man. You're going to ride with whoever's going to win games for you. Whoever's gonna be in that Fox uh, foxhole with you, mm-hmm. you going gonna ride with them whether it's Purdy or whether it's Trey Lance. But if but if we go into the when we go into next season, it's gonna be it's got to be a quarterback it's got to be a quarterback battle, man. It's got to be. Yeah, it's I mean, guys,
0: I, I, I agree with that, Sean. Thanks for the call, man. Like like I, I that's gonna be a really interesting thing. What happens there? Because what you said is very possible. I mean, they yeah. they could be the top seat. Listen, this is the scenario. They could be a top seed. Yes. They could. They. I mean, their defense is good. They could get to at least a championship game. Right. If not the Super Bowl, and that's when then you look as a franchise and go, "Well, what are we doing?" Like, <laughs>
2: I mean, we know. We, like, Trey Lance like, hasn't showed us anything.
0: Nothing, this guy showed don't know us what he is. This guy's given us eight weeks. Can you imagine if that? Think about that draft right now. Can you imagine if the number two and number three picks, both quarterbacks, in that draft? are given up by their franchises within their rookie deals. Within their rookie deals, given yeah. up, move on. We found something better. It just shows you these, these drafts, when you're like, oh, it's a quarterback draft, it's a great quarterback draft, and then you never know. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, the top two picks in that draft. How are we doing there? How are we doing there?
2: Yeah, yeah. Right? Both, like It just shows both you both that <laughs> we
0: get caught up in these quarterback drafts, and then you realize that it's, not, it's by far. Not even close to being an exact science. You just never know, and you, you know, can you find quarterbacks the science, elsewhere. You, you the the you know Patriots the had is? Drew Bledsoe, and they, they had a yeah. six-round pick, and they turned him into—he's a legend
2: now. I mean, look at look at Russell Wilson. Matt Flynn was brought in to yep. be a starter. He that's was pick, right. he was a later-round pick, yeah. And that's that's the thing, right? And I think really what the the common denominator is for most of these guys that come in and, and surprise us it is they're four-year, three or four-year starters, right? Yeah. The, these guys are mature. Yeah. Kenny Pickett is playing right now. He's twenty-eight years old. Yeah. He's 28 year. I don't know how old he is for real. But he, he, I know he owes a hell. mortgage though. He's been yeah, he's yeah. been in the
0: league a long time. That's like yeah, you know, yeah, we we see that, right. The guys who have experience. Yeah. The but guys that's why who didn't get the, to play a lot of college ball. Right. It showed when they got to the NFL level. I
2: mean, that's that's why for me, I'm kind of bold on on, on CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. Right? And I yeah. think he should be the first guy out because he's played 2 years, but he's set behind a great quarterback and he had to earn his spot. Right? So I think he'll be ready to play. I worry sometimes about these one-hit wonders, guys that we don't really know about that come out. You know, that was the issue with, with, um, with Mark Sanchez, right? When you think about it, nobody like – Pete Carroll said he needs more time. He should right. stay in. Right. But if you're the best of a bad group, then
0: – Trey hardly played. Right, right. Lance, Trey well, or, or Zach. And Zach Wilson didn't play a ton either. He
2: played. That's different. a common denominator. Look at the guys from that yeah. draft that is playing well. Phil yeah, played you're a them, lot of football. You and, come and, out, and Lawrence played a lot of football.
0: If you're them, you come out because it's the money's there. Like you take right? right? But if you're a franchise, you wonder if there, is there any cause for pause because there's not a ton of experience there. You take him too high, not a lot of you're almost forced either. to play them. Now there's no doubt. And now here, here are the Jets' When it comes to Zach Wilson, you get in Robert Salah saying things like he needs to go to a beach, maybe go read a book. <laughs> like, jeez, man! Like, is oh, that where man. we're at at this point?
2: Is he going? So, to, are we going to cast him away with Wilson? Are we just going. To- well, he says, he we says gonna just they're just not giving up away. on him. They're
0: not giving up on him, but maybe you should go for a walk, right? <laughs> like, it's unbelievable. So we'll get into that Jet stuff. Of course, we want to get more of your calls going here at eight hundred nine nine three seven seven six. I'm curious. So we heard from Niners fans. They not They're not afraid of anybody. Yeah, Giants fans. If you're the are Giants, they, are they praying. Like, who is it that you would want to see if if by the end of week 18 all the chips fall, everything falls, the dust has settled, and you are playing who? And when you're playing that team, you're like, all right, I like this matchup. I'm feeling good about this matchup. That's what we're looking for as well. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
3: Must be 21 plus plus present president select
0: states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Let's get a little extra money in your pocket.
2: Cheese and sour cream on the taco. This is Lunch
1: Money.
0: All right, let's go with lunch money. Johnny Pickhams is back. We found Ooh,
2: him, Mark. We found him. He was in hiding. we sent him to
0: Utah like, for a little bit like, to, to everything he blew went to over. We network, and ESPN, of course, was like, no, this guy's not coming with you.
2: And we're like, what do you mean?
0: It's Johnny Pickhams. He makes picks. And they just they checked his background. They're like, no, nah, no. Nah, too, way too shady, way too seed. Did you know he had a room? This is where this dude stayed. Apparently, he's from Comac. He stays at the Comac Motor Inn. <laughs> that's where he stays. That place has a drive-up window and an hourly rates, and that's where he stays. So once ESPN saw that, his address, they're like, no. Nah. So now that we're back here, though, we found him. We cleaned him up, and we brought him back in. So Johnny Pickhams gave us his picks for this week, Week 18 NFL, Bart. So let's go through a couple of them for you. Let's, he gave us three games that we're going to pick from, a little lunch money action. For everybody out there, put some money in your pocket. And Johnny Pickles, if I'm not mistaken, where we last left him off, I believe he was in the black. I don't think he was losing money. I think he was actually making money, which is good because I think he needed it for bail. All right. So Bill's Patriots is the game, and, the, and he's taking the Patriots and taking seven points. That's incredible, Bart. He taking he's saying Patriot because and the Pats, seven? yeah, he's taking the Patriots and the seven. Bad, Pats bad. winning, they're in. He feels like Buffalo has been through emotional and distracting week. Typical degenerate. Can't could care less about people and and their feelings. He's like, ah, they're gonna be all emotional.
2: So, but they're so much more the better team. Even if they played a C game, I, they should beat the Patriots.
0: And Buffalo is kind of short of playing for something, but not maybe not when it comes to you know the scenarios in the AFC, which we'll get to in a moment. So, anyways, he's taking the Patriots, and he's – give me the seven. That's what he says. All right. The next game. So, you understand that the Steelers are in a situation now where they also need some help. Yeah. And their coach, Mike Tomlin, trying to get a winning record. So, the Steelers are laying two and a half, Bart. Mm. And that is something that caught his attention. So, Johnny Pickham's is looking at a scenario where he can see, you know, the Cleveland Browns, they're trying to finish
2: strong, yes. But what are they really playing for? Deshaun Watson, baby, trying to prove that he's worth that guaranteed and, and money. It's
0: a, and you know that division. There's no off days. But he's taking the Steelers, and he's going to lay the two-and-a-half because he loves the fact he said the line's under three. He's in. Steelers and the laying two-and-a-half for Johnny pickups The last game. Well, it's the Rams-Seahawks. Seahawks are playing for something, obviously. They need a win and a Green Bay loss, and they make the playoffs. The Rams are defending Super Bowl champs. Yeah. They're out. They're done.
2: Bet, right? but Yeah, but, so but Baker Mayfield's
0: playing for his future. Well, I see. That's something to keep an eye on. But Johnny Pickhams is saying, I'm taking the Seahawks. I'll lay the six and a half. Six and a half, Johnny. But he's laying it because he feels like Seattle's playing for something. They're in their own building. And the Rams are are done. And the Seahawks, they don't have to wait and see what happens with the Packers to know if they made it. So he believes, though, the six and a half, the fact that it's under a touchdown makes it appealing. And that's the way he's going to go. So to recap, lunch money for you. Johnny Pickhams is saying take the Patriots and take the seven points against the Bills, take the Steelers, lay the two and a half against the Browns, and then take the Seahawks and lay the six and a half against the Rams. There's your lunch money for this week, the final week of the NFL season. All right, Bart. So, again, 800-919-3776. It's Bart and Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 9870 ESPN. And we're looking at the NFC scenarios. We'll get to the AFC stuff in a minute. But the NFC scenarios are pretty much cut and dried. what needs to happen. And the Giants are locked in at six, but there's different scenarios of who they can play. And we're looking for who do the Giants want to play? If you're a fan, who are you feeling best about? Like, if we face them, I think we got a shot, you know, of moving forward. And with that is some other Giants news that happened. We heard about uh, towards the end of our show, after our show. And you're a guy that liked to talk. Yeah. So I want to know what you think of Kayvon Thibodeau versus Jeff Saturday. Now, Jeff Saturday, full disclosure, friend of our show. He's been on our show many times. And, you know, obviously he left ESPN to become the interim head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And in last week's game, as Thibodeau uh, sacked um, Nick Foles, Nick Foles Foles got hurt on the play, and Thibodeau was doing snow angels next to him, not realizing, I I believe, what he said, (laughs) that Foles was hurt. But it's a it's a crazy scenario though. When you watched it, you're like, "What the hell is he doing?"
2: <laughs> like, it reminded me of Boys in the Hood. Hey, y'all want to see a dead body? <laughs> it was like, "Yo, man, it was
0: rough." But Jeff Saturday, uh, obviously a, a proud player and now a
3: head coach of that
0: yeah. team, he didn't like what he saw, and he had these comments about Thibodeau.
3: Yeah, tasteless uh, from the from the celebration afterwards. Just you know, trash. Not a fan of it at all. Yeah, disappointed from the O-line perspective or, and for teammates in general. We protect our own, man. We, I mean, y'all know me, man. I've, I've been here a long time. So, you know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to tread lightly. I, obviously, I didn't like it at all.
0: He called it tasteless. Now, of course, as we reporters like to do, we run to Thibodeau and say, did you hear what Jeff Saturday said about you? And Kayvon Thibodeau had this response.
3: That's what I'm saying, who's the gatekeeper of when to do something? So once we figure out who the gatekeeper is, then we can write the rules and then we can establish, you know, the narratives and things like that. But until, you know, you guys actually are in the sport and do it and be in that moment, you can't create a narrative on it, you know? Well, we're not creating a narrative on it. The guy, the other team's coach had a problem with it. He's the guy who played the game. The That's other team's I don't players know, had a problem with it. No, I just don't know who, like, anybody who comments on it, unless I know who they are, doesn't really affect me.
4: That's like it.
2: Oh, see, th- this is when I wish the reporter would say, okay, so you're telling me you don't know Peyton Manning. Okay, <laughs> so you're telling me you don't know who Peyton Manning's center was. So you're a pass rusher and you're a football fan. and You've never heard of a guy that went to the Pro Bowl six times. You see, that's why you got to press him on it, man. You can't just let him breathe. But listen, it's clever by well, him. Well,
0: I was Jordan Renan, who, who covers uh, the Giants for us at ESPN, uh, in the back and forth there with him. I, I'm curious to see if the conversation continued with Jordan saying,
2: yeah, you know who Jeff Saturday is. Hey, come on, man. Why are you lying? Why are you lying? You know,
0: you know who Jeff Saturday is? He's the guy that would have stopped you from sacking Peyton Manning. That's he who was, Jeff Saturday would have said, "No, he wouldn't." <laughs> Challenge! What you but I mean, I feel like Thibodeau did something. And we like him. He's been on our show a couple of times. People mm-hmm. should know that too. We we had we had KT on, I think uh, before the draft. Yep. And then we had him on a little bit uh, I think last year at some point. Uh, not last year, I should say well, yeah technically yeah, t- t- last
2: 2023 year. Yeah,
0: 22 we, yeah, we had him on and um we liked him, like personality wise, we liked him, but this is one of the I feel like it was he gave such a cliche response. You know, that's, that's the new go-to, but I don't know who that is. Yeah, but is. the
2: gatekeeper thing is, is unique, right? He's saying, tell us who's supposed to tell us what we can do and what we're supposed to do. Well, and farther into it, it he said, listen, about it. he said, am I supposed to, after I do something, I'm, I'm all jacked up on Mountain mind am I supposed to look up and look around and see what's going on? So what he was alluding to is was, he wasn't paying attention to Nick Foles. He didn't know he was hurt. He made the think sack, got up.
0: I, I, he, I, think he, I think
2: he's Yeah, I he mean, made that's the sack. Fair. And a lot of times, a lot of these quarterbacks just lay there anyway. We call it the loser limp. You ever see a receiver out wide open, he missed the pass and he act like he did? Is or that I can't say right now. Yeah, yeah, he just act like, Is oh, we, we, call, we, call it the, we call it the loser limp, right? But, okay. if, he, but if he makes the catch and he falls on his face, he gets up and points and he all, all hype. Yeah. So, you know, maybe he thought it was that. I, I give the young man the benefit of the doubt. But listen, I love good stories. Because at some point, if Jeff Saturday continues to be the head coach, they will cross paths again. Mm-hmm. And then that's what I love to see. I love to see the cool, rematch. Man. I love to see the game. I love to see the game plan where like they're running whams and woes and traps and crackbacks and all that stuff to to prove a point. And that's that's how that's how rivalries start. Unfortunately, they they're in opposite conferences. Ones in the AFC, ones in the NFC. Yeah. But I have no problem with the young guy having swag. He's trying to have as much swag going into the season. Now he's played much better as of late. But he he's not in the running for defensive player of the year. No, but I know he's not, he just had a good out. rookie season, though. Yeah, yeah, but But but, but, but he, yeah, but him and Trayvon Walker is kind of like you know they, yeah. they 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 were they were the highest those you know, Scott, mm-hmm. outside of Hutchinson. Right. Hutchinson's lived up to expectations. It's really been about. Um, sauce and it's been about the uh woolen kid out there in seattle i think we thought that he was going to come in with his personality in new york he was going to come take the world by storm maybe eight nine sacks you know some some fumbles and he's had some good splash plays mm-hmm. he just started off late but you hope that in the future with him and oz's and you know having one of the you know most expensive because i think if they keep dexter lawrence they're going to have one of the most expensive defensive lines in all of football right and we, we we want to be able to say that hey they're one of the defensive lines like San Francisco, like the Jets, like washington you want you want to see them be crazy, and if they're going to do that, it's going to be because this young man is going to be one of the leaders on that side of the ball because he's a guy that's going to get benefits of getting one on ones because their're defensive tackles when you look at it. If you look at Lawrence and you look at Leonard Williams when healthy man that 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 leaves a lot of opportunities for a guy that has a brag braggadocious. Liquacious type of personality. Remember he wanted New
0: York. Remember, he told us that before yeah, the man. draft that he was all about it. That he felt like his personality in New York. So talk was, your talk, young Michael man. Strahan, so talk your uh, talk. He could be like that, you know. I mean, remember, he started out the season hurt. Remember, he was banged yeah. up. Yeah. So maybe that's you know that contributed to a slow start. And just once he got his legs under yeah. him, I, hey. I think he's had a terrific finish to the season. Yeah. Talk Look, your talk, Is young it? Man. Is it? You know,
2: score a touchdown for him. Washington.
0: Did he have any idea what was happening next to him? Clearly, he didn't. Could he have handled it a little bit different? Yes. like I mean, it, you know, We rarely, we rarely
2: apologize. When, we, when, when somebody feels attacked, especially when they're an all-star or a star player, a big personality guy, has tremendous belief in themselves, they're going to always double down. I mean, what do we expect them to say? I'm sorry. I didn't know he was hurt. Yeah. I did something wrong. Nah, that's no, that's not how – remember, you understand that the, the mindset of the athlete. The athlete is really, really – especially when he feels like he's been attacked out of nowhere – He's always gonna come back with some kind of Defensive. something funny and clever. And listen, I don't mind. It was kind of clever. You know what I'm saying? Who's the gatekeeper? Oh, we didn't make it up. Jeff Saturday said. It. Who's Jeff Saturday? Come on, man. Everybody know the culture of every team that you're playing. <laughs> like, so that? I don't know who Brian Dayball is. Who's that? <laughs> like, man, you just played him. He's on the Scout reports, huh? Eight hundred nine seven 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 seven
0: seven 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 six. We'll continue with your calls. More to come, of course. Damian Woody gonna join us. We'll get his take on this and other things as well. Good news for DeMar Hamlin. We'll uh, we'll update you on the latest there. We'll get to some Knicks, no doubt about it. They're rolling again, three straight <sighs> wins. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not allowed to enjoy a minute. Just can't have like can't have nice things.
2: I'm just saying. I, I'm nah. saying you don't have, you don't want to mention any parts of the Pistons beat the Golden State Warriors. To the buzzer. Oh, you know what? Your, I
0: was gonna, but now I'm not because you did. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at
1: noon on 98.7 ESPN.
0: We, we talk about oldie stations, right? Like, we talk about oldie stations. They play that music that, like, is from. Now they call it adult contemporary. But when we were yeah. kids, there was the oldie station, right? Yes. Old, like, I think it was CBS FM, like, in, in New York was an oldie station. They played all that, like, doo wop and 50s and 60s yes. kind of music, right? That's
2: not old school no and, more. That's biblical.
0: And I'm like, is. <laughs> Biblical. and i'm like if there's a station that plays only oldies hip-hop not classic hip-hop because classic's different okay. it's like it sounds nice but when you call it oldies that means like it's it's only on wax you can't get it on cd so we, we came up with it's 103, one oh three one oh it would be like one oh three five the, gout. the the gout like, the gout and i'm like so people would listen to it and think oh you oh it's the goat and you're like
2: no nah, no nah, it's no nah, that's the gout, gout man my toes on fire <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Or 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 97 the shingle. You know what I'm saying? See, but this is the thing, right? Like remember the Bible is like Nine, BC, 98.5,
0: 5 the cataract.
2: Right. <laughs> you know how it's BC and AD in the Bible, right? Yeah. For us like now it's is 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 BBC, before Biggie, right? Or, wow. or, or 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 BT, before Tupac, right? Wow. Everything before Tupac it's, like, is it biblical.
0: T- is, is Biggie and Tupac the, the, the oh, line of demarcation? The,
2: they're the line of demarcation, right? Really? So, understand, Tupac died in the 90s, yeah. 96, I believe. But he's still making albums, like, two years later. Yeah, after yeah, yeah. He, he just dropped the double. Brief. He got another one coming out, right? So, <laughs> he's on, on know, a they're gonna tour. They're going to
0: remix it. Hologram World He going tour. on a
2: hologram tour. Yo. But-, but this is the thing, though. Like, like the guys you talking about, Run DMC, that's, like, before before Tupac. Like, KRS-One, Kumo D, that's not old school no more. That's biblical Right. That that to me oh. would, would signify oldies
0: like 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 Run DMC Sugar Hill Gang no, like, the, like um, the Furious Five that would have to be in the rotation
2: no each no hour. that's ne- no that's never in the rotation that's not old that's like that's not old nope. school that's grandma school <laughs> that's, like you, that's really old school yeah like I, I put it like this right you you don't hear anybody from the fifties and sixties. Are you listening to Nat King Cole? Is that considered old school? or I mean, I, I That's a whole other category. It. But, yeah, on Christmas time. But that's a whole other category. Hmm. Right? What about, so, like,
0: so so so? you're telling me that you, you listen to Bobby Bland, B.B. Kind of King, all you those would, dudes? So you would play that kind of stuff like Sunday mornings because that's the only time old people are awake listening to music?
2: Well, that, that comes and nobody on. else that's, is? that's at five that's at five o'clock old people like i remember talking to my grandma old people don't sleep too long because they don't think they're gonna wake up so they wake up at five o'clock what's wrong with you man <laughs> for, for don't say re- that. Listen, old people don't don't sleep too long bro that is i not, promise that you is, that they is take not true. they take they take afternoon naps because as long as they yes. can feel the sun they know they're okay you know what i'm saying but <laughs> as far as what, nighttime what is <laughs> yo old people wake up at I ask anybody in there, anybody out there, our listeners, call in and tell us what time your grandparents wake up. When you go stay at your grandma's house or your nana house or whatever you call her, what time is she up? It is not a time mm-hmm. like that's why they catch your ass coming in, sneaking in from the club. You coming in, they just sitting there drinking coffee, like they've yeah. been up for thirty minutes. They're already awake, already awake. It is crazy though that how they the go to sleep after eleven o'clock up. and they go to sleep after eleven o'clock because they watch mm-hmm. the eleven o'clock news. Then they had they ass up like six hours later because they don't want they like man nah. I don't know how many more nights, nights or Why night sleeps you? I got left.
0: Man, don't put, do don't, don't, don't say that. It's true. I just want to know what's what what groups or or artists would be in the regular rotation. Nineties on 103.5 The Gout are made up, oldies hip hop station that oh, we're just in. making up. Call in. That's what I, I, I need to know. Like what would have to be like the ones that you know. Like I think. Like LL Cool J, no.
2: no well, LL Cool like J, like Rock the, the Bell so, on
0: XM is supposed to be this, but Rock the Bell still kind of like gives you some newer stuff, and it
2: feels more. That's no, it's 90s. old school. It feels. Listen, Dr. Dre is fifty six years old, man. That's weird. These dudes in their fifties. Hey, the last time I saw Snoop. Like he definitely
0: <laughs> his hairline, he need to stop, man. Them draged, he's He's almost draged. like Stevie Wonder now. Like he's with, he and Stevie Wonder are pretty much at
2: the same place, <laughs> right? He hangs with Martha Stewart. He old old school man. <laughs> he is hanging out with Martha Stewart. <laughs> Can you imagine his dress we so all, damn heavy is pulling we were his hairline all in our back? Early
0: twenties, like teens, right? And we and, hey, one day Snoop's gonna be hanging out with Martha Stewart. Like hell, n-
2: <laughs> my man, get out of here, man.
0: But Martha Stewart, likes who to who get who down, would know, Who, so who
2: would right. know that? Who would know that Martha Stewart is the only one with a legitimate record? All these other dudes ain't even got no street cred. Like, she's the one that did fair Time. Yeah. She's the gangster. And she likes to get down. Yeah, call her the Black Widow. I don't mind. It's all right. All right, let's get back to the people, man, because they, they
0: – <laughs> <laughs> I just needed to figure this part out, and we really didn't have a lot of
2: time. Well, call in and tell us you – know, we'll tell our, our callers, man, call in. Well – If you got somebody who's going to be on 103 to go
0: Yeah. Yeah, I need to hear what, what group needs to be on that. But you know what else we need to hear? Because we got a call from Philly. Philly, Philly? Yeah, because we got some smoke being uh, brought to the station right now Mm. from Tom in Philly about the Giants and the Eagles game. Yeah, I'm here. We got you, Tom.
1: Yeah, I keep listening to you guys thinking that the Giants got a – they don't have a prayer. It was 48 to 22. We could have put up 100 on you. Nobody's going to cover A.J. Brown. Barkley had 28 yards in that game. The big reality is also the Eagles are going for the all-time sack record held by the Chicago Bears. Whether they have Danny Dimes or Tyrod back there, they're going to have a bullseye on their shirt. They're five, six sacks away. The quarterback is going to be injured. I hope that they rest him for his own sake. And the biggest mistake the Giants ever made is taking Barkley and passing on Josh Allen. In 2018, because they'd be going to the championship game that's had they had crazy. the right personnel in place to make better draft picks. What, what's that
2: sack record, by the way? I didn't know that the Bears had. I thought way, that. No, if, if, no, I know it, you
1: guys haven't talked about it. That's why it I was. Eagle, because the, it's, because it's team, six. I, I believe mean, they're a, five sacks from tying. What's the number? Six sacks away from breaking Mike Dick and Buddy Ryan's sack record. The
2: 85 Bears. It,
1: what's yes. the number? I had and, we and had 60
2: at one time.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's on the line this coming week and I just uh, I think with the guy from the Bills getting hurt, the sack record on the line, I think the Giants are going to rest the starters and I uh that what, I couldn't even watch, watch that game, the 48 oh. to 22 game at halftime I think I put on MASH reruns. It wasn't even entertaining. But but tell me tell me this tell me callers keep calling in and think the Giants are going to go to Philly with the sack record on the line, with Hurts back and a healthy Goddard, but, and possibly win the game is—I don't know if they're on but, alcohol, drugs, whatever. It's insane. But tell me this: at, at
2: what point do we think that that you're going to continue to put Hurts at risk? How, how are you well, going to continue I, to put Hurts I, I at think
1: risk? was—I think part of it was they were resting them. Uh, Minishaw Wentz. Went Minshew uh, Falls, yeah, those guys. Okay. Uh, the past couple of weeks, the Jet guys, the Jet coach will be fired next week. Oh, he'll wow. be the one reading the book. The Giant coach did <laughs> a hell of a job getting his team to where they are today because they don't have a Devonte Smith or an A.J. Brown. you know. But they should have never took Barkley with that pick, should have took the quarterback, and you guys will be going to the NFC Championship game many oh, times.
3: Go read a book, go so do as something. As an Eagle
1: fan... We look back at that draft and say, you know, what were they thinking? Well, we were
2: saying. I mean, the same you got listen. You got you, t- you. guys took Rainer, so let's yeah. not. That's not. Instead of taking yeah, Justin no, no, Jefferson, we all had bad Reiner.
1: picks. But I mean, that was uh, that, that. pick there would have. Uh, well, I mean, the to Giants be honest, would have been a contender.
0: To be honest, Tom, and thanks for the call. And and, and, and wow, they they, they could lot, they could have took Justin to Jefferson. They could have took Justin Jefferson too. The Giants were. Sam Darnold was the pick there. Sam Darnold was the picket too. Everybody knows that at that time. Now, of course, in, in hindsight, no. But he was. I mean, come on. Could,
2: Lamar Jackson, too. A lot of people messed up.
0: You're going to have six sacks. What do he say? Now, there's a lot here. It's 72, Six sacks. Right?
2: That six sacks Daniel is Jones lot. is
0: going to get hurt. There's a lot going on here.
2: What about hurts what about getting hurt? What if, what if Thibodeau comes over and makes snow angels around him? Then what? He Are you going to so put him at risk?
0: He predicted a lot.
2: Yeah, he did. <laughs> he, <predicted laughs> he, a he, lot. he got his money's worth, and he deserves it. That's all right. Got his money's worth. So they did record, six, for, six for 72. Six sacks? Hmm. That's a
0: lot. Something to keep an eye on. No doubt That's about a lot. That. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.